0: Hey guys, before we start Shepard's solo adventure, I want to say that if you like the stuff we do here, I want you to consider giving to our Patreon. The extra money gives us the chance to go to cons, buy new books to try new role-playing games, and do a bunch of basically fun role-playing stuff that you guys might enjoy listening to. Anyway, I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Call me Ishmael, M. Neville, Daniel Allardyce, Sarah Chia, Leona Coffing, Luke Trim, Jay Booth, Brittany Wilson, Eric, and Daniel Anderlich. Thanks for guiding Shepard to his goal. But what you clearly do see, straight up ahead past the uh, next couple of cars, is these strange boxes that seem to open up. And like you said, you didn't see them because they're covered with foliage and were painted to look like the sides of the roads, the side of the the mountain sides. And as they op- slowly open up, as if uh, some sort of, someone pressed a signal, you hear the moans of the undead. Fuck. And you see, as out of these, right in front of you, in the direction you were supposed to go, you see... Let me see here. Fucking yikes, that's a of lot. Of zombies coming in your direction. And you swear you might hear a couple more further back along the road. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable Actual Play Podcast, where we return to the world of rotted capes. Yeah! Woo!
1: Yeah! Yeah! The world,
0: world of undeath bow. of monstrous zombies out to get you, and all of them with superpowers. Bow, bow, bow. In this special episode, we're going to have a singular episode with our friend Shepard and another uh, fanable member who's going to come in at a dramatically appropriate time. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm just trying to treat the uh, trying to treat the uh, genre with the gravity that it deserves. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to say this: uh, it is it is actually the, about the same night. No, not the same night because everyone's celebrating what happened. All oh, the wonderful gifts they got from, well, killing Santa apparently. So the next day, after you've had time to f- look at that image of that point in Utah where you know, uh, Annie Hernandez is, Monstra is. What has Shepard been thinking about in that time?
1: Shepard has been mulling over the best way to get there, to get to this point in Utah. um, By ground, primarily by ground, and how many uh, days of supplies he would need, what kind of precautions he would have to take, ammo,
0: things like that. Okay. You know that the exact location in Utah is somewhere near the middle, in Manti-La-Salle National Forest, somewhere in the middle of that giant chain. And to drive from where you are to over there, straight there, without taking a break or anything, is a 12-hour drive. And it is a large national far- uh, forest that takes about 1.2 million acres. Wow. It's a massive. Uh, and that's
1: 12 hours without zombies, which is, you know, a commute issue. Mm -hmm, every time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it could easily be double that if Shepard ran into i mean just the idea that he ran into a problem that wanted to kill him Mm -hmm. not including survivors another enclave uh psychos Mm -hmm. uh you know raiders whatever so that's yeah 12 hours is a long ass time Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what Shepard is mulling over as he looks at uh as he
0: looks at this map Okay. Not also including, you know, actually needing to sleep on occasion, at least once along the trip, and etc. Yeah, sure. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. So you spend most of that day mulling over things, things of the planning when you'd want to get over there, and as you are there, you drift off to sleep, and a memory, well, a dream slash memory comes into your mind, a memory from a long, long time ago, because Zeke is on your mind. You see him as he was, probably decades ago looking at you. Shepard, I told you, you can't think of them as people. If you do, it endangers the mission. They're not people. Not anymore. Not when the devil gave them those monstrous abilities. How long ago is this, Jesus?
1: Is this pre gravelly voice? Pre gravely around the Ooh. same time
0: you first met Zeke and he showed he was showing you the ways. Okay, Zeke, I appreciate what you're saying, but
1: they still act like people and they seem like they feel like people, and I'm just worried how can we tell what if there are good ones of them and bad ones kind of
0: like people shepherd 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 you're young you've not seen what I've seen you think that maybe you can say that's because you're a good man and you think there's good in anyone everyone but no matter how good they seem deep down those abilities corrupt them they're destined for hell. I want you to repeat something after me. They're not people. They're not people. They're
1: freaks. They're freaks. Repeat it. They're not people. They're
0: freaks. If I ca- see you calling them people again, Every single time you do it, that's a hundred push-ups. You understand me? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Good, I want it ingrained into your mind, because that's the only way you'll get this mission done, and we can do the Lord's work. Now come on, we need to take care of this druggie. Maybe we can find out where he has his rest of his stash. And you hear screaming in the background. Mm-hmm. And that's when you wake up, the next day. Given time to prepare, how long do you, before you finally decide to head out, Shepard? Um, it'd be a couple of hours at the very
1: least. I need to, I, I can't just bail with, you know, like I talk to, I talk to the, the 14, you know, elite guard for that. I've been training and, and I designate uh, charity as a point person for security and wrath is going to be point person for uh for um for runs for exterior runs, uh and then I'm probably gonna go to uh Wanda, and tell her I'm not
0: gonna be around for a couple of days. Yep. And actually, yeah, you go up to see Wanda, and along the and uh, in in office Wanda having a meeting about something that's happening inside the Enclave is Torchlight.
2: Okay, Wanda. I'm just. I'm just saying. Listen,
0: mm-hmm,
2: uh, mm-hmm. it's not safe. I don't know what's happening at the Earth for humanity, but they ditched a bunch of their people, and now a bunch of their people want to come to us, which I would be all about. But you know, that's going to drive a bigger wedge between the two of us.
0: Plus, I don't. We're already full up
2: as it is. I don't think we can afford to have them in here. I don't think we can afford this alliance much longer. I know that. <sighs> Aaron, we don't
0: want EFH as an enemy right now.
2: We don't want them at all, but I know Andrew says he's working to decommission the EFH, but we need to make a bigger... F- up- and he stops as he notices uh, the door kind of opening, and he pauses and looks
0: towards uh, Shepard. Oh, hey, Shep. Hey, uh, hope I'm not interrupting anything. Just the same argument as always. What's up? Is this one about cloning? No, that one—that one's shot down like a torpedo. What about burning people's faces? What do you want, Shepard?
1: I'm just saying we have a lot of arguments. I um, uh, something came up, and
2: I'm gonna have to go away for a couple of days. Away?
0: With what? The Efh? You need to go back to their base to do something?
2: Yeah, no, it seems like there's been a lot of trouble at the EFH. Is this a mission for them? No, no, it sounds like the EFH
1: problem is in good hands. You two are brainstorming. That's, uh, it's good. It's, uh, good leadership. No, uh, this is, this is something
2: personal. I'm, uh, gonna be gone for about 72 hours. 72 hours after a Super Z attack? You know, after one falls, they start fighting over the Lost Territory, you know, trying to reclaim it. This is a big time for us. We don't really, we can't lose you for 72 hours, Shep. Uh, You won't be losing me. It's just, uh, you did all right when I was taking a nap for a couple
1: of weeks. Uh, just think of it like that. I mean, look on the bright side. You've got a robot, and, uh... Yep, that's about it. Uh, you've got a robot now.
2: What's and his personal situation?
0: It's personal. It's important. Is it something that may take you out pers- permanently if something happens? I can get some guards to go with you. No, it's... uh,
1: they're, They've been... The 14 have been given their orders to stay here. Charity is in charge of internal... And uh, Wrath is in charge of runs. And everything else, they're going to go through you, Wanda. And um, I've noticed that uh, there's a chance we're going to have more EFH here if uh, things go tits up at the old place with Andrew Weston's people. I have to ask, do you really think I would be a calming effect on that sort of situation? or? would the would the rumor that Shepard is returning
2: in about 3 or so days be more useful torchlight rubs at his face and then runs his hands through the his like bald head before leaning back all right 72 hours is a lot is there any way you can shorten it down to 40 at most 2 days Yes, but yes. Just yeah. just to me and say that. you can do that. <laughs> okay, um how what what are you taking? Guns? Are you taking your vehicle? Probably. Yeah. Uh how far are you going and torchlight's pulling out a scrap of paper and he's doing the mental math in his head. Um you don't have to give me the exact destination. I just need to know how how long are you driving? Utah. Ugh. Uh, and torchlight looks up, showing that he might actually have a, a mind for numbers, and says, "Okay, I think uh, I think we could spare that gas. If you could find anything on your way there to make it worth our while, that'd be really useful." Uh, and he pulls out a quick uh, notepad. It's a it's it's basically something they t- they've taken from an elementary school, which is a hall pass and he scribbles yep. on it and he holds it out towards Wanda to stamp, which is just a big smiley face, it's a clown smiley <laughs> face. It <laughs> does the, so. And then he hands it over to the shepherd. Okay. 2 days. That should get you enough fuel um and any uh supplies that you else you might need. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. It's. Uh, I'll be back. 48 hours. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. And Shepard? Mm. Whatever this is, take care of it. Don't leave it hanging there. T- complete this and get back. I don't want you distracted, man.
1: Yeah. No. No distractions. Laser focus. Uh, just tying up loose ends.
2: So they don't come back to trip us, you know? Yeah, I I, I hate the last one that did that. Okay, I will uh, increase the guards count. I will make sure to talk to Charity. And uh, I guess that is basically changing my whole schedule for today. Wanda, we will pick this up uh, when Shepard returns, okay? Can't wait. And Torchlight's grabbing his gear, and he's walking out to find Charity.
0: And Wanda looks at you, he's like, See you later, Shepard. Wanda. Take care. And you head out. Uh, You go to get the requisition. Uh, The guy in charge, uh, Drew, looks at the paperwork. Looks like you got the Snuffle's Clown signatures we are good. (laughs) And they start packing your your truck with all the necessary supplies. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, cool. And I load my armor into the back of the truck. There's like bolted in placements for like the feet and arms where it's supposed to like slide in so it doesn't. So there's very little chance that it will, um, like, you know, fall out of the, the back of the truck. And Shepard's going to jump in the murder truck, start the ignition, and then gas it. Pedal to the metal, out into the wild wastes.
0: And you head off into the wild wastes, taking the hours of driving towards the location, the, the manti La Salle National Park. And the first couple of hours are just uneventful, honestly. The first six hours of his driving along the road, every once in a while stopping maybe to maybe around the tail end of the six hours to refill the gas from the reserves in your back. What does uh, Shepard listen to along the way? Shepard is listening to Sweet Home Alabama. He's listening
1: to the uh, Levine brothers. Um, he's listening to some, you know, uh, good old boy uh, like country Christian music. And, uh, when that runs out, he thinks for a second, um, and presses a few buttons on, uh, the console and the camera pans back through the glass of the, the back of the truck over to the suit of armor and a small light activates on the suit of armor. that shows that it's active and then on the console of uh, the dashboard for the truck, the, uh, the radio Dell scrambles for a second and then starts playing pop music. Um, starts playing insert, generic, annoying teen pop music <laughs> here. and he starts singing along with it. The Kyle's best hits with the Kyles. Yes, the Kyle's best hits. Which uh, for right now, I suppose, will be one direction. I'm gonna say Justin Bieber was when I stopped listening to uh, pop music sung by people half my age. Yeah, so that's fair. yeah sure, yeah.
0: that's fair. that's right. That's yeah, and you continue on your road trip with without any issues. When you start hitting the roads heading towards the national park, you can see it you can see it's yourself at uh, you're actually hitting the cups of it on the various roads. And as you're there traveling, Looking at the sights of the trees, a few mountains, a few hills off in the distance on this road, this road that is barely full of cars. You, th- you would think there'd be more of them because people, you know, survivors going to the forest to try to escape the zombies probably didn't work out too well for them.
1: Definitely, uh, just as a side note, um, mm-hmm. the Kyle's greatest hits is what Shepard's listening to, but he's specifically listening to the Kyle's greatest hits, the Kyle's do Christmas. <laughs> even though, like, he smiles at that even though it's the middle of the summer uh with the <laughs> previous adventure being what it is. He kind of, he finds it kind of funny and then as he's singing uh All I Want for Christmas is You by the, you know, cover of The Kyles by Mariah Carey. He just kind of <laughs> smiles and is like, oh, they did have a
0: pretty good voice. <laughs> <laughs> as you're there, driving along that road, you hear the sounds of... Of a massive discharge of bullets, heading in your direction. You see, as the bullets uh, stitching across the road and hitting your murder truck? And with your experience, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, you know what type of gun it is. It is definitely a minigun. Yikes! Stretching against your car, and it does hit, which means, and it's hitting your car, not you, which means that you need to give me a drive check. No. The difficulty starts at fifteen. Yikes! However, the difficulty increases for for however much damage goes above the basically the material strength of your car. Your car is twenty. The damage total was thirty eight. They rolled really well. Yep. Because something exploded. My car. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basic just is going to be. Uh, so it's going to be twenty. Thirty two. Drive. God damn. And drive is one of those abilities to start with at, like,
1: two, right?
0: Yes. And you don't have anything nah, I didn't. That? I didn't put anything in track. Okay. It's
1: generally, in post-apocalyptic zombie games, you're not going to see me taking a drive character.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. You may regret that right now. Yep.
1: That's fine. So, call, oh, 32. So that is what stat?
0: Uh, drive is quickness. All right.
1: So that is a D8 plus a D10. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's 2D10 plus a D8. That's... Yes.
0: Don't forget the two. Yeah, D7. the two D10, yeah. As opposed to just rolling the one
1: die. Yeah. <laughs> and only the D8, the stat, can explode, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. The attribute die can explode. Yes! Correct. Oh, that's a... Whoa. Okay, so that exploded. Mm-hmm. Exploded again! Holy shit! Right. I, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. Keep rolling. Yeah, you see that? Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Okay, so that's two eights and a three. Total, yep. All right. I mean, I'm always gonna try to give like visual because when does that ever happen? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's fair. So two, it's in three, so that's nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um
0: what's your drive is like two because you never took it.
1: Correct. So that's a twenty-one, and then an eight, so it's a twenty-nine, and my last die is a six, so that's a twenty-five. 35, 35. Holy shit. I guarantee. Here's the thing. I know this is just a plot thing. Like I didn't have, I'm I'm fairly sure I didn't have to roll this for the inciting incident to occur. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. is goodbye luck.
0: Goodbye. (laughs) It was fun. (sighs) Wow. I just, I'll be honest. I didn't expect you to pass that drive check, but that's on me. Holy shit. Okay. So
1: it, it could, we could say that, I still get shot. It's just that mm-hmm. Shepard manages to maneuver the car so that nothing critical, like the engine block exactly. or the tires, exactly. are shot.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, because you because you pass that, uh, you avoid what would have happened because you would have crashed the car and you would have taken the material strength of the vehicle as damage, Yikes. which is twenty. Yikes! No. But you avoid that as well as you basically you don't crash, but you are able to steer the car to to the side. Okay. And wind up and now i'll get to show you the map Ooh! and yes listeners we're going to be trying using a map we're going to use some strange rules i've just made up to try to make uh, areas work on a map i don't know if it's going to work or not but we'll see
1: looking looking forward to it because uh rotted capes does space weirdly in combat Mm -hmm.
0: so that's fair yeah. What do they call it? It's Spaces, very, places, what are, areas. Areas. Yeah. That's it. And it's very sort of abstract, which kind of works sometimes. But I want to see if I can make it work with a map. There's the link, and you drive into uh, in front. You're on that particular road. On, although on the map it looks like it's it's sidewalk. I'm going to say it's just dirt road. It's just dirt to the either side with the odd tree or two. Uh, and in front of you there is basically uh, the odd, uh, basically destroyed looking cars. To your right, uh, you do see. Uh, what looks like a sort of small uh, one-story house or building of some sort. And as you're – oh, I'm going to – let me put your figure there. One second.
1: Listeners, uh, we as a a podcast for the last 10 years or so, um, not big on on the visual representation. So anything, literally anything that has some sort of image attached to it has been fascinating for us. And right now, Jesus is just showing me a gridded post-apocalyptic street, which is cool. But, like, to give you an idea of how little we deal with actual visual representation, ever since text left, like, we just don't – I just don't even – I don't understand what space is.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So, I'm going to say this is where this, – this one spot is you over here and basically the car is around you. And basic gist is as you're there, you stop the car right there in that moment. You pause. What do you do in that moment? Oh, by the way, just so you know, your image right here mm-hmm. of you, that's a glitter boy. I thought that'd be. Oh,
1: <laughs> I thought I recognized it. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> yep. oh, Glitter boys. Yep. Good times. Um, All right.
0: So, what, is your, what was your initial thought?
1: Uh, pull over the car, kill the engine, and then, yeah, s- stop and take an assessment of because I want to get in my armor, but I don't want to get shot by a minigun. <laughs> so, I'm going to pause and just look around.
0: Okay, uh, on the map, show me exactly where you would stop the car. Imagine that to either side, there is basically a sort of mountain. So you're sort of like in a crevice, so you can't really go to the right or left. You're sort of stuck on that road. Okay. Um, I would stop it here. And try to describe it for the audience. Sorry, so
1: uh, directly ahead of me, uh, listeners, uh, in the... uh, in the illustration in front of me, there is a dilapidated, uh unused, abandoned, rusted car. So Shepard is going to power slide close to that car to give a uh a barrier at least to one to like, you know, the south, so that if the bullets are coming from there or anything comes from there, the car can act as the dilapidated abandoned car can act as some sort of armor. And that's where Shepard is going to pull up.
0: And in that moment, you take a look or Give me a perception test. 2d10 plus 2d8.
1: Okay. So that is a uh, 19 plus...
0: So it's a 22. All right. So you do a quick look around. i looking for any location of where this minigun might have been. And with the twenty-two, you look up and you can probably guess where the bullets might have come from. And as you look up, you're expecting maybe the glint of a gun or something like that. You see nothing, as if the gun is gone. But what you clearly do see, straight up ahead past the uh, next couple of cars, is these strange boxes that seem to open up. And like you said, you didn't see them because they're covered with foliage and were painted to look like the sides of the roads, mm-hmm. the side of the, the mountainsides. Okay. And as they op- slowly open up, as if uh, some sort of someone pressed a signal. Mm-hmm. You hear the moans of the undead. Fuck. And you see as out of these right in front of you in the direction you were supposed to go. You see, let me see here.
1: Fucking yikes, that's a of lot. Of
0: zombies coming in your direction. And you swear you might hear a couple more further back along the road. Yeah, no.
1: That's not great. Mm-hmm. I need to get out of there.
0: <laughs> yep. That's one, two, three. that's a dozen zombies. That's twelve. Yep. Damn. And you remember, you know Bob Maru. So if they all mm-hmm. attack you, with, oh, actually, actually, with the map, they can't all attack you at the same time. So they one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Only a total of eight can. If they surround you, only a total of eight can. Oh, is choose. that just a lot? Yeah. So there'd be a plus what. Uh, 12, 12, because each one is, additional one is plus two. So it will be plus 14 to hit. Oh boy, that's nasty. Yeah. But that's the first thing you notice. That's the first thing you notice. Up ahead, the zombie, in the direction you're supposed to go, a bunch of zombies slowly approaching. And then you see, uh, let me check its strength one second. You might get lucky. Actually, it's the wall. Of course it would be able to hit it, so let's see damage. Uh... Uh-huh. Okay, not great. At the same exact time, to the to, up ahead, where you see that giant, uh, smallish, uh, one-story building mm-hmm. to the north, so here, yeah, yeah, to the north. There's a crash, and you see a massive fist go through an undead fist, but it wasn't a powerful enough blow, so the, the undead fist does not immediately push that, that uh, make a hole big enough for the massive zombie that's in the, that seems to be in the building a massive zombie that as you look upon its hand it's massive it's what probably one of the rare uh zombie mutated beings that are probably uh suited to be very big massive super strength but it seriously looks like someone uh basically screwed in what looks like like metal plates on its hands and on its arms at least the, that's the parts you see the rest of it also may be plated that's unfortunate Okay, okay. Yep. And now, I need you to roll initiative.
1: Oh, this is real bad. This is very, really very bad.
0: bad. All right, initiative is... Because
1: I'm outside of my suit, it is right now a three.
0: Yep, so roll 3d10 and pick whichever one's the lowest. Because that's how rules work. All right, let's see. And I'll do theirs in a second. In a second. Oh, fuck you <laughs> me. Oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, they go at... Two, and the bigger guy goes at. Okay, okay, you lucked out there, maybe. Big Z, okay. One. Two. There's our friend the zombies, and what is their pace? Uh, Their pace is two. Okay, good to know. So, uh, as you see, those zombies slowly start to approach you. Oh, this It'll take is
1: Really not good.
0: Nope. Now I'm going to say running is always an option. You have a car, but you still need you turned it off, you said, so you need to turn it back up. Mm-hmm. And basically prepare to get the hell out of there maybe. Yep. I should also mention mm-hmm.
1: Oh boy. So listeners, Jesus just copy and pasted a whole lot more zombies <laughs> onto this. Mhm. This is not great.
0: Mm-hmm. Three. Four. Five. Oh, God. Six. I rolled very well if it was damage. <laughs> Fair enough. That is definitely enough. You hear a boom crash as the giant undead steps forward. Yikes. <sighs> but that was its action mm-hmm. to go through that door. So, uh, seven. Yeah, there I okay. am. Okay. What are you going to do? Start the car. <laughs> That's a simple action. Oh
1: my Here God, yes. <laughs> and then drive okay. the hell out of there. So you can move a total of 12 squares with your murder truck. That sounds fantastic, and I would like to do that.
0: Okay. That'd be a complex action. Get to it. How far? Are you Just move ahead.
1: Actually, I think I'm going to go the way I came. Oh. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I would mm-hmm. still have two more squares uh yep. to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like a there's way too many variables for me to oh, no. try to Fair enough. chance it. So Okay. Not the least of which is minigun.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So you decide to move out of the way? Uh yeah, right. I'm getting out of there. And and honestly, mm-hmm. you do so. You just drive off <sighs> from the encounter. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please uh, like,
1: share, and subscribe. All
0: right. <laughs> All right, yeah. And you start driving off. And yeah, uh, yeah, you drive off, like, I'm going to say a good mile or two away mm-hmm. from that encounter. Look back to see if that giant undead is following you. And as far as you can tell, it isn't. Okay. <sighs> but as you're driving away, mm-hmm. uh, you do see that someone put up a sign. And the sign says, I knew you lost your fire.
1: I, pu- I put on the brakes. Montage putting on suit of armor. <laughs> uh as the the last part of a gauntlet like clinches into place and the seal of uh the suit, you know, evacuates all air and then floods it with new purified air from the filters, there's a moment of pause and you just hear from the uh from the radio grill as the eyes light up. And yeah, so I'm gonna turn around and go right back to where the party is happening. Yep. And since
0: you took that moment to run for a bit, that area has suddenly got a larger number of zombies that seem seemed to have spread out, taking up most of the area. Alright. This should be fun. And for the listeners, yes, I'm basically making a ton more zombies that I have spread out throughout I, I the entire left-hand counting. portion of There's the so list. many.
1: <laughs> There's, yep. like, it's a lousy amount of them.
0: Yep, and you clearly see, uh, walking around the giant zombies near the center. Just seem to be looking around for, well, anything. I'm gonna see you, I'm gonna assume you're looking through, like, binoculars or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: What's your plan? Plan? Oh, my god. <laughs> um... Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say it'd be a kind GM. Your goal is not to kill them all. Your goal is get around, to get around. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yep. So my plan. Yeah, that's a bad
1: idea. I'm gonna try to sneak into the abandoned building that the massive zombie came out of. So I'm parking the car Ooh. about 200 yards away, and I'm going to sneaky sneak into the building.
0: Okay, give me one second. That sounds like a dope ass idea okay uh, let's see just gonna
1: here. look at this random building generator
0: it's full of demon spiders <laughs> all right uh, what I'm gonna need from you is for you to give me a stealth check you need to you, you need to reach a 16 because that's their passive for their perception
1: okay and I remember you have blood die yep I only have one though yes you do because
0: we, I spent a bunch of them killing Kyles. I think we you start up with your total uh, with a, each new turn. With each new uh, game. So you're max, you go back to your regular plot die and number. Cool. With each new session. That sounds great. Is stealth one of the things you start with? Because I don't have it. Well, actually, let me confirm that because that's important. Uh, universal skills. No, it is not a universal skill. All right. Well. But, David. Mm-hmm. Did you use the twenty points I gave you from last game killing Santa? Uh, I haven't spent anything, so. Well, you have that option.
1: Uh, how much is it to buy a new skill?
0: Uh, the first dot is of course one, and then everything after that is a total the cost for the next point in the skill. Really? So if you want, yeah. Oh, okay. So basically, yeah. So basically, if you want to go from one to two, it's going to cost two. If you want to go from two to three, it's going to cost three. Exactly.
1: So going to. Say, um, oh, fun math. That's what the mm-hmm.
0: that's what the so listeners come so in. Out of curiosity, how much XP do you have total right now? No idea,
1: because uh, I had to okay. reprint my character. Ah, uh, okay. Because uh, the last one got damaged. Um,
0: okay, so you at least you at least have the twenty you got from last session mm-hmm. because you killed Santa, you monster. yeah Okay, so I'll do yeah, stealth at five. Okay, and we're leaving you with five XP left to do whatever. <laughs> Cool. Beautiful. Yes. And okay. I've got a stealth of five now.
1: Nice. Neat. Let's give this a shot.
0: Although, I'm, I am curious. What convinced Shepard that he needed stealth? Like, that he needed to train his stealth skill since last game?
1: Literally every mission I've ever been on since I met these people. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it never, it never came into play when you've got a stealth character like Sentry. Like, it was always like, okay, Sentry, you sneak around. He always did it. And then last game when Shepard actually started to figure out the importance of stealth and did so, he realized like oh, oh right, you're not always going to have, like sometimes I'm going to have to actually be quiet at first Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's not because um, it's because Shepard realized that stealth was what let him help save innocent children. Nice. Nice. He's just, he's not used to doing rescue. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, that's effing terrible. Um, so yeah, that's a 16.
0: <laughs> no, you hit it, you hit there. Ow. The 16 was exactly what you needed. Wow, all right, cool. Yeah, you barely succeeded. <laughs> but yeah, you succeeded. As you were a stealthily I must move your, t- to where in the building you want to be. As you move to the north towards that building. And you can clearly see through the window with all the zombies just roaming around.
1: All right, so I'm going to go into... Uh, let's
0: say I go in through a window. Mm-hmm. So I'm near the wall there. And yep. I'm take a look-see around. Yeah, you take a look around and you clearly see that uh, there was some sort of like metal cage, like a bed metal cage, like something was hitting it multiple times. Like over time, this thing would have broken through anyway but as you look you see that there was a lock and there seems to be some sort of wireless trigger on the lock mm. not a fan of that so yeah it looks like at some point someone pressed that button and that's how that thing escaped okay all right what else is in the building basically just a lot of salvaged uh, material uh, a lot of boxes a lot of uh, just random rusted metal components the odd toolbox or two this looks like this might have been once uh, one of the maintenance uh maintenance tool sheds for the park. Okay. Is there anything flammable in there? I'm going to say yes, there's an old gas container. C- canister. Cool. Like enough for like uh enough for like a small car. All right. I'm going to start
1: pouring uh some gasoline along the the west side and the north side of the building itself, along the wall. I'm going to okay. take some objects, uh, anything that can burn and mm. put it up against the walls. And I'm going to, cause I didn't spend, yeah, let's say I use the whole ga- gas canister. I need to get, okay. I need, right. I need this to work.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: And then I'm going to light, I'm going to punch out all the windows very suddenly mm. and then light it on fire and get the hell out of there. Okay. The idea being that zombies, ideally, will see a light and a and hear the fire and be attracted mm-hmm. to it, it's, which is why I did it to the sides of the building that are furthest away from the street
0: itself. And as soon as you, like, absolutely leap out the building, mm-hmm. you see these, the big zombie obviously notice the noise and goes through, actually goes through the hole he went in, mm-hmm. he created. Hey, my hole. Hmm. And goes here and rushes in along with a slower pace a bunch of the zombies all right the weakness of my plan weighs so many so i have to move so many fucking. <laughs> all right these definitely move in that direction as for this these guys over here mm-hmm. say this one i'm going to roll uh let's say a d10 mm-hmm. and i'm going to say uh five or above they notice and start moving forward Okay, so I finished moving the models, the models, the little icons, so basically most of the horde has gone towards that building up to the north, leaving about four zombies in the bottom portion. Okay. Cool,
1: cool, cool, cool. Well, I think getting the car through here is a no-go. How close am I to the, the area that I'm trying to get to from this point? This is like the entrance to the forest?
0: Uh, you're fairly close. Like, is this one of the main paths? I mean, you could probably find another route around, but that would take a, take a lot while longer. And you have a feeling that sign proves that he might do something if he uh, this route. Yeah,
1: that's what I figured. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out whether or not I should really bend over backwards trying to take the car with me.
0: Okay, so first off, uh, you you know at some point you would have to leave the car anyway because it is, like I said, a national park so there'd be areas you wouldn't be able to go drive with a car or there wouldn't be roads and stuff like that. So if you were going to just leave the car and walk it, you guesstimate. It would probably take from the edge of the park... Shepard's and- really smart. I'm going to lean yeah. on that one. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, it would take uh, just straight up walking. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you can guess probably like half a day, maybe more. Okay, that's if you walk there. If you walk there straight, like that's by the straight path, you don't know about like any trees in no the way, any mountains you have to pass by, stuff like that. Yeah. So it could be long. No, I
1: have to take the car because remember, I can only be in my suit for seven hours until I have to be outside yep. of it. Yep.
0: Um. So. So you could reach there in possibly six, wherever it is in six hours, but you don't know if where, where you reach is going to be a safe haven or not. Yeah.
1: No, I'm going to need to take the car then. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case, well, there are fewer zombies in my way now. Yes, they are. So I would like to get back in the car and then mm-hmm. vroom, vroom, vroom through
0: these zombies. Okay. Are you going to go through those zombies? Uh, where are, There's a bunch of zombies in your way that direction. There's a car in your head. You can try to punch through the car or you can try to go through these bunch of zombies.
1: Into the south, this is, uh, this is more, uh, you said I can't, it's like a valley. I can't go to the south. So. Yeah, you can't go to the south. All right. Um, well, I've got the cow catcher on the uh, yes, on do. the front that that uh, has has been such a big uh, thing. So I'll tell you what; I'll spend. We can figure out the math of this later, mm. but I'm going to spend the rest of my XP on the car. Oh. The, well, the cow catcher, the car, like it's it's arguably <laughs> it's been brought up a lot for something I haven't spent points on. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. It's got like... A, a, it, it's right up there with, with um, heavy metal for having stuff said about it without it actually having done anything. Um, so...
0: I, you know what? I like that. So much so that because there are fewer zombies, I will just... And with a cowcatcher, we'll decide what the actual rules for it is. So I'm going to say just a straight 15 drive roll to go through all those zombies and escape. Sounds good. Well, I got a 20
1: so far hmm 23 so yeah
0: yeah that cow catcher just paid his for his weight in gold and yeah. it mows through all of those zombies you see the big zombie trying to chase after you but it's much slower than your murder truck and you leave it behind
1: Whew. okay yikes
0: all right so i'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you keep driving up ahead and it is a. Uh, do you do anything right after that or you just keep going uh, right after that, I'm gonna have to take my armor back off, okay. and I'm gonna leave it next to me like a passenger.
1: Like I'm trying to, <laughs> like I'm trying to get into the uh, carpool lane and the highway. Okay. So
0: yeah. All right, sounds cool. All right, and you just basically drive off, and it is about another three hour, like another hour or so of driving. Mm-hmm. When you reach the point in the park where you, when you reach the point where it's like to go to that location, you're gonna need to walk the rest of the way.
1: Okay. I'm gonna take a minute, collect myself, collect my belongings. I take a tarp out from uh from the truck, and I cover the vehicle itself. It looks like a, um, it's got two sides to it that have been painted in different ways to be camouflage, and I and Shepard uses the one that's roughly outdoorsy. It's like different gr- hues of gray and brown and green. And I take my armor and walk off towards towards my destination. Okay.
0: And you just drive, start walking the paths through the forest. And it's like a lightly wooded area with a lot of grasslands, a lot of grass, a lot of grass walking through. And it's, it takes about a, about a two-hour walk this time, sort of the six hours you would have had to take in. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's one point where you go past what looks like a small pond of some sorts. Gorgeous. If you weren't, I mean, probably not as pretty through your sensors. Yeah. But because of all the, you know, the numbers crossing through your screen, it's like enemy potential, enemy potential. Showing all the places enemies could hide anywhere. I just like
1: the idea that it like flickers and then just shows the lake. It's like, it's like possible, like possibility of Jason Voorhees, 76%. It's like, (laughs)
2: mm,
0: mm, mm, I don't have time for this shit. Yep. And as you start walking ahead. You go to the side of what looks like a small hill, and looking at the map, this is around the area where and it says Annie Hernandez, Monstra, is supposed to be. Give me a perception test. Second. Ah,
1: bollocks. Nine. Nine? Yeah. Bad, bad roll. Um, Even with perception, it would be a 14. Oh, that's bad.
0: Okay. Yeah. So basically, you take a look around and you see nothing. You see, it just looks like just a hill. And you for wonder yourself, it's like, did Santa lie to me? Yeah. I did get a big bowl of coal. Maybe this is just a second part of that.
1: Yeah, but Shepard's also really amped up right now. So he didn't know what to expect. So when he's met with a pristine landscape, on the best of days, you know, John Clearwater doesn't know what to do with a pristine, calm landscape. But as he is there for personal reasons, for a fight, yeah, he doesn't know what he should be looking for.
0: And he's honestly, like, expecting to be shot by a minigun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And with your 14 perception, you start looking around. It's like, obviously I missed something, but what could it be? I mean, there's wall, there's just grass, trees, there's a sword to my neck. Oh, wait. What What, was that last part? There was a sword to your neck.
1: I mean the grass too, but okay. There's just sword to my neck. <laughs> yeah,
0: yep. And you look down, and you look slowly to your right, and you see a familiar face. Son of a bitch. One sec. Somebody spent their XP on stealth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the face you expect. I'm going to show it on the same map that you had the road. It's a fairly familiar face. Oh shit. Annie, played today by Michelle Rodriguez. Hmm. Annie. Open your face mask. You're okay. Yeah. Without open your f-
1: without without <laughs> thinking about it, Shepard does it.
0: Yep. She looks at. She puts on the sword, and then gives the robot gives the ro- your bo- robotic body a hug. You're still alive. Uh, uh, one- I knew you couldn't die. You're too stubborn to die, you old asshole. Language. Sorry, old jerk. Thank you. I thought you were in trouble. Trouble? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's an odd zombie every once in a while, but as far as I can tell, there's no... Just just an odd zombie. I don't... Why do you think I was in trouble? Wait, why you... are you... Here... Are you here for me? I got a tip that you might be in
1: trouble out here. So I uh, took a detour out of my usual
0: job, I guess you could say. How did you even know I was here? Wait no no I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm just I'm just surprised you're here You know what Just give me a you second and She starts You wouldn't believe me if I told you Trust me Whatever I just and then she walks She uh, turns to right and walks towards that hill mm-hmm. the hillside Yep and then puts her hand through it and then pre- and then you see her hands moving around and there's a shimmer as the illusion disappears Some sort of image holog- image and in front of you is a, a metal door What and the door starts to slowly open. Old Army base. And she walks in. Yeah, of course. Old Army base. I was in the Marines. You understand. And he <laughs> follows. And she shows you inside. And inside, uh, she steps forward. You see him go into a, what looks like a long hallway. And in front of the long hallway is Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is next to you. And up ahead, Annie. You close, Annie. <laughs> Annie. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry, Annie. Sorry. All right. You see Annie in front of, uh, right in front of you. And before Annie, you also see. Let me get their their images one second. A couple of people, a couple of random people, just walk, wondering who the hell's entering. Uh, they look, as far as you can tell, civilians. But ahead of them is someone, a woman that exudes, "I am the leader." The eye patch definitely helps. With a sort of a light blonde hair, older woman, probably around her sixties. And another woman that you notice also seems to be have a, a sort of leadership type position. You can just tell from the tone. Uh, also, a woman probably in her late thirties with a dirty brown hair, looking at you. And the woman with the eye patch walks forward. Um, Annie, mind telling me? And Annie goes like, uh, Shepherd, Sandra Mitchell, Sandra Mitchell, Shepherd, and Sandra Mitchell. Shep, wait, that Shepherd? And Annie goes, Yes, that Shepherd, but he's okay. And Sandra just looks at you. Um, welcome to the base, Shepard. Uh, I just, uh, your reputation precedes you. It's a lot to take in. I know. But I'm not here to
1: cause any trouble. Then can I ask why you are here? No. But I'm not here to cause trouble. I just need to
0: speak with Annie. Give me an Empathy roll. <laughs> that's a skill? That is, in fact, a skill, which you I'm assuming you don't have. Oh, heavens, no. I think I might be an XP debt for that sort of skill. <laughs> so that's going to be straight Insight
1: roll. Okay. Ooh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
0: Mm-hmm. Six. Does a six do it? Six. Shepherd, people are looking at you. Empathy of. St- I got a six? What people? What's
1: looking? What are feelings? You fucking snowflakes, get back to your jobs or whatever it is you do. What? A man dressed as like a giant evil monk from hell in power armor walks in and suddenly I'm the asshole? Fuck all of mm-hmm. you.
0: All right. So you see Sandra goes like, then fine. But first, face mask, please. Just to be sure. Yep. Okay, fine. Annie, talk to your friend. You can use the side room. And she walks off.
1: (sighs) Okay, let's go talk. This is going to be a weird one. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible. If you liked it, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. If you find a few dollars burning a hole in your pocket, then you can go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get early releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.